yo, 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 yo. What's happening? Oh, my God. Everybody. Oh, my gosh. So much. So, 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 so much so is much. happening. And it's another awesome episode. Another great day. We're out here this time chilling with. Y'all remember him from season two. Season one. Season one? I believe so. I'm about to what? check right now. I honestly was like, when did we have Chris Oh, Joe? it was season one. Let's Yo. See. Let's see. Let's ago? see. We got oh. an OG on right now. No way. Um, look, no, season, season two? two. Yeah, I felt oh, season okay, two. Okay, okay, okay. Man, Chris, you were close. You were really close. You were close. Cool. But I'm going to be honest with you. We started getting really serious in season two, so you're yeah, good. Yeah, so you're, you, you set us on the right path. Yeah. Cool. Actually, your episode still trends in the top ten. It's very oh, Which is crazy because it's one of, we've had like another 20 episodes since then. Oh wow! So, yeah, so yes, yeah. I'm doing something right. Yeah, you're doing, you know, you're doing your thing. You're just keeping it real. Yeah. I guess everyone liked what you had to say. Well, yeah. so it, we it, definitely want to hear what Chris Giovanni has to say this time around. Exactly. Yeah, I think we should get a mix of, you know, acting, the industry. Yeah. I'm open to anything. So, yeah. That's okay. Really awesome. So what's well, been going on with you guys since I last? <laughs> oh my uh, gosh. You know. I Since went on vacation, uh, broke my ankle, my arm, and <laughs> yeah. came back to the States, and now I'm chilling. Yeah. Um, I took, the most recent thing I did is I did this pilot intensive at CBS. I was telling you about it. Yeah. Um, really, really cool experience. Like, the more the more time that passes, it's kind of interesting because I keep looking back at it. Like, I don't, I, I really don't as much as other people do. Like, I just was like, I, that happened. And then I'm like, the people are nice and they, they'll hit you up for the next couple of days telling yeah. you how much you meant to them and, and just sharing like, hey, you were amazing and I, I, I hope we can keep in touch. And I'm just like, okay, right. you know, but the reality is, it's just like, I'm just going to keep going and going and going and I might never, ever speak to you again. And it's like, that's, that's a reality that also is just kind of there that could happen or at any point in time, I could just be like, hey, what's up? Yeah. Yeah. And I am just like, that's, it's, it's, a, I'm just, the intensive was great. Yeah. It was I mean, awesome. The, the pilot intensive <laughs> the network. <laughs> exactly, man. Yeah. It always, and I love networking. So it just goes back to something I love. You know, it just goes back to doing something yeah. where it's like, you have to use wit and knowledge and just like all of these skills that don't, you, there is nothing on earth that could prepare you for you talking to some random person. Right, right. Well, you know? I mean, or just life. doing it. Yeah. yeah. Just being used to talking to people. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's good. I mean, power yeah. tips is with the networks are usually great for experience and as well as building connections because you never know who you can meet, uh, yeah. especially that's when you fact. put yourself in those environments. So that's good. I mean, with us, you know, CGM is still doing really well. Yeah. Uh, New York was finalized. We're good. We're off of Broadway. So. Oh, nice. That's done. Um, I'm working currently on a project that supposed to come out on the third but we had to get it color corrected and stuff so right that should be coming out next month it's called okay. confessions of a hollywood manager um nice. i heard about that like a couple of months ago actually yeah. i saw a trailer yes. or something yes uh, i put out the promo for it but yeah i've it just been just so swamped with pilot season and also just getting the footage for it so that should yeah. be we should have two episodes completed by next month so that's going to be good okay 
Man, you need to have people just following you with cameras at this point, Chris. Yeah. Like, turn it into like, a like, even right now, people should have just been like, there should have just been a dude there, there that is just like recording right. your wisdom and going, ponytail. let me put it up on the site. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know if I could handle that. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> especially someday, because, you know, I have good days and some days it's off. And, right, you know, right. Yeah. I don't want to say anything that would jeopardize my business. Yo, I, I've never seen the most realist performance of that moment where it's like, you just become a Hollywood sensation yeah. other than the uh, the assassination of Gianni Versace, the yes. show. When he tells his sister, he's like, get ready, right? And mm. she's wearing this beautiful dress that he designed. And all of a sudden, after he says it, she like has this look. And all of a sudden, all the paparazzi is like, oh, my God. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Like, and she's and just Donna, like. You saw Donatella. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Dang. Cool. Nah, dude, it's crazy. But yeah. I. I, I don't know if I could live that. I don't. You sound like you don't. You don't think you could do it. I. I'm personally like. I, I don't mind a little bit, but when it's like, everywhere you go. Yeah. Then, but I honestly I feel like I'm the type of person who just blend in with people. I'll just be like, cool, get as many pictures as you want. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna eat. Like I don't care. You know. Yeah. Well, I've had small exposure, of course, being. You know, I started off with reality television, so yeah. Yeah. I've never like I, I I can see myself doing it for like a week or so. But yeah. as far as like being confined, like I don't see how they do Big Brother. Like I couldn't be confined to a house for ninety days. Yeah, that's no, extreme. Yeah, no communication. So I always give big ups to them because I used to represent a lot of them too. So uh, yeah, dang. So uh, yeah, what's the protocol for getting on a show like that? Like, for reality television i mean yeah. i don't really represent a reality anymore yeah. but when i did um it's really just personality and what they're looking for at the moment nice. a lot of the times you know casting directors in reality television they're looking for someone that's going to actually tell a story and, yeah. you know it's real it's reality but also it's the producers having to put together a story. So they're going to put right. together people who conflict right. and put together people who ne not necessarily <laughs> have, you know, a lot going on. So they're yeah. going to probably put them in and see what they do with it. They might have one girl that's extremely religious and they might have a guy that's an atheist. Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, I, I always have a deep appreciation for reality television, but scripted. Yeah. It just how advanced scripted television is getting and how diverse, you know, I can't look back at reality. Yeah. Well, I don't blame you. It seems like a very, yeah, it would just make my headspace so cloudy being in an environment like that. Like, yeah, it's a lot. You know, I can, I commend a lot of my reality friends and former clients that continuously do it yeah. because you, you know, you're not only sacrificing, you know, your livelihood because you're going to be on the show that, T completely takes you away from everything so you instead of you know being able to you know get up and say i'm going to get in the car and i'm going to go down to the beach you have to phone producers and ask them can i go to the beach or even when i had clients that were on television yeah. and like i needed to speak with them regarding business or when they were filming like they had to get permission to speak to me first and wow. so a lot of that stuff really yeah, you have to get permission oh, wow. to oh, for well guests. That, yeah, that makes sense. For yeah. people that you speak with. Because you yeah. can be talking about them. Yeah. Ooh. Or even just releases. So yeah. it's a lot that goes into reality. And I can say I always have, will have a deeper appreciation for it. But I think ultimately everyone in reality wants to be an actor or a model. Yeah. That's the reason why they do it. Yeah. So. I can imagine there's like most of everyone, most of those folks are probably not really 
worried about any repercussions from what happens while they're on the show. So they're just, and then like half of those people are actually trying to like spin that into some sort of career. Exactly. I mean, a lot of a lot of the times that people go on reality TV is because they think it's going to springboard them into being a model or being an actor. And sometimes mm-hmm. it does happen. Yeah. But it's like it's the risk of, you know, you don't have control over yeah. what the final cut is going to be. Exactly. So if they decide they're going to make you the villain, you're not going to know until it's on television right. and it's too late. Right. Um, I've dealt with that a few times with a few clients. You know, yeah. you thought that it was going to be a a glowing review and you know Oof. we watch it on television and it's completely opposite you know i've had clients that were fan favorites and yeah. i'm talking about they've gotten tons of money they've gotten tons of tours endorsements um and then i've had clients who were just completely hated on reality television and uh, they didn't really get much you yeah. know it's just it's a gamble that you roll so i always tell anyone that comes into my office that is thinking about reality television Think about it from an aspect of, is this going to be something that you are willing to take a gamble on? Right. You know, because you might not be able to be an actor or model just from being on television. If anything, it might typecast you because if you go in the room miraculously with a cast director and they remember you from a certain show and you weren't well liked, maybe they didn't like you personally. That cast director didn't like you personally from the show. Maybe that hinders you from the opportunity. So Mm. just, you know, really. That's what Brandon was talking about yesterday or a couple days ago. He literally said, he's like, for any circumstance, it could just be like, ah, you know what? You remind me of my ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And that's real life. It happens. And then you also have to think about getting in the script that, you know, uh, cash directors are human too mm-hmm. you know they go through things and some days they you, you don't know they might have had a, a blowout with their wife or a husband yeah. and you know they it, it could project into that room but right. it doesn't always happen like that I'm just perception is everything I always right. say so with reality television take baby steps mm-hmm. yeah well you know I, people feel how they feel mm-hmm. reality TV honestly my experience was just on the I mean, the millionaire matchmaker when I was just that small part, but I got to see that world from like the inside. Like it was crazy, man. Mm. You saw the hosts overreact to shit like with the producers and getting in on all these fights. There are a lot of fighting because people shout when they get creative and when creative things are being tossed around, people Mm. get angry because they just want to fight for what they believe in. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's a very, it was very interesting, but some people some people are real some people are cool and then there's some there's some people who are actually like really nice like really decent they'll help you out hey you know blah blah you need a ride you know oh yeah don't worry about it like whatever i'll buy you lunch right like those types of people those people are like blessings you know you're like thank you yeah Yeah, for the most part everyone on reality tv is pretty nice especially the ones that i've met they've always been super nice it's just when you do the, that kind of television, it's amplified. So, yeah. of course, the cut is going to show them in whatever manner that the producers want. And that's why when you, a lot of people that you meet, especially I've had friends before that were villains on reality television. And, you know, I have one in particular. That every time that we would go out, someone would come up to her and be like, hey, you're not as bad as you were on television. Like, I hated you on TV. You know? <laughs> and it's like, yeah. it's really awkward for her because she was always, she was always a sweetheart. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sure Omarosa is a nice lady. <laughs> uh, her career is, she's always the villain. Yeah. I mean, that, that I was thinking about that with reality TV just now. I was like, imagine playing that character that has to be like 
a very mean person, people just start to hate you. You're not your career is not going anywhere. <laughs> You're just back at, at step one. It takes a lot of damage control. I mean, um, it's really hard when the mass knows that you know you are hated or mm-hmm. they have a hatred for you. So it can hinder opportunities such as you know if you want to book a client on a tour or if I say if I was to get a client all trained up and ready for you know a co-star or something on television i have to worry about okay you know how is this person going to look to whoever they're going in the room for or is that client really going to want to book them on a tour knowing that the potential of people coming is very slim so i mean it's just a business decision i'm not you know i don't turn down reality tv if it's something you want to do just have fun go out there see what happens totally do it but if you're trying to be a serious model actor musician think twice because you have that solid three months of when it's airing and when that's done it's done that's true i i i I feel like when you're really good at your role sometimes that you're like there's a there's a a point where you can be too good like jaleel white uh Mm. he couldn't get any work after urkel because people only saw him as urkel Mm. Um, Tom Felton, who played Draco Malfoy, mm-hmm. uh, he's he had to dig through all this hate mail. Uh, the guy that from Game of Thrones that played uh, Joffrey, mm-hmm. he just stopped acting altogether. Like, I mean, it it's was, a pretty significant role. Um, the only one I can think of right now is Will Smith as the genie man. <laughs> uh, that man just looks like man. Will Smith. I just saw Will Smith. Blatant I was like, cash grab, blank cash grab, man. I, I granted it was just like a literal two second clip. Oh, but it they, but it looks so he, bad. He like, looks like a squishy CGI it like looked bug like, like like some like some Avengers CGI <laughs> splashing RD RDJ's face on uh Iron Man suit. Remember oh, Mark that? Ruffalo? Yeah, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. No, that was he was Hulk, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he had a suit too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's well, so I say, you know, <laughs> definitely let's wait till we see some more. I saw it, and, you know, I always, I don't like to yeah. to judge based on the trailer. Yeah, you can. I've been, I've been fooled so many times. Like, I feel like yeah. I saw a trailer, I'm just like, what the <laughs> hell is this? Yeah. And then, like, once I get to the movie and I watch it, I'm like, okay, so this had some depth to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. exactly. That's why my, uh, my friend Ashley, she was like, hey, I'm still, it's one of my favorite movies ever, like Aladdin. Yeah. You know, I, I'm just waiting to see the actual movie. You know, like, yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm going to reserve judgment as well until I actually see it. But yeah. from what I saw, <laughs> it looks kind of silly. Yeah. However, I do understand I, that you have lots of time to polish it. Exactly. So. I, I said to her, I was like, I'm going to wait till there's a story trailer, right? When mm-hmm. there's like a, a real story, like, right. oh, here, here's the storyline of Aladdin. Right. But this shit has just been like promos, slowly revealing Will Smith. And then you reveal him and you're just like, what? <laughs> you know? And then the internet on, on some social medias is like, we're all for it. And then you go on other social medias and they're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, it's just the yin and yang of this world is yeah. so real man it's just yeah. and that's what every artist has to understand is like i think what hinders a lot of people is mm-hmm. they think 
oh my god what is everyone gonna think what mm-hmm. is everyone gonna think yeah but you just gotta put it out because there's always gonna be someone that just loves the hell out of your brand yeah and people are gonna hate it they're always gonna contest it so. right right i want to touch up on you mentioned something about um typecast like yeah, yeah that is extremely strong especially you know when you've done a role for so long so that's why when you see Alfonso Rivero, you know, yeah. you think Carlton from Fresh, you know, Fresh right. Prince. Right. And it takes a lot of time because what happens is when it goes, when we go to, we all use breakdowns. We all use Actors Access to submit our clients on work. Mm-hmm. And so if you have a client that's a series regular that was on a show as respected and prominent yeah. as Fresh Prince of Bel Air, right. they're going to think of Alfonso Rivero, even though, you know, he's probably getting direct offers, they're going to think of him as, Carlton, that's right. the, only, the first thing they're gonna meet. So it's gonna be hard for them to submit him on a, a strong cop role yeah. when he's played this goofy character <laughs> exactly. for so long. Mm-hmm. It just so, doesn't trend well. It doesn't trend well, and so it mm-hmm. takes time for an actor. That's why you see certain actors that are successful. Yeah, they do different roles so to diversify their portfolio, their image. So they're not just okay. He is such and such that's gonna continuously play good cop. Every time, mm-hmm. Samuel Jackson is one of my favorite examples. Like you've seen him play, you know, good guy. You've seen him play a crackhead. Yeah. You've seen him play a, a bad guy. One of my favorite movies by him is Lakeview Terrace. I love that movie. That was really good. He really was good. just a simple racist. Yeah, <laughs> it was reverse racism. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. It told a story and it kept attention and it showed his versatility as an actor. Yeah, and that's what we look for. Like if I want to choose a client i want to see some versatility i don't want to just see you know preppy school girl yeah how can i sell that and it's amazing that he takes so much work and it's all so different like, yes it's never like oh that's the same as this it's always iconic roles exactly and yeah. he's known for it because he's he's basically you know he's an actor that's a chameleon you yeah. know yeah. and those are the ones that make the most money are the actors yeah. that can say okay i'm gonna play a crackhead in this however i'm gonna play a, a bad guy neighbor cop yeah. in this one and you just keep changing it up so especially when you see a dark-skinned black male that is that's his age that's able to still chameleon like that yeah that's nice because usually it's always the people that look racially ambiguous that get mm-hmm. those chameleon roles like <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen, how he is, he yeah. can be anybody. Like, exactly. You know. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I guess so. Um, <laughs> Ali G, the dictator. He's definitely strange. Borat. I was just it, watching who's, crazy. who is, uh, who is America. Uh, oh yeah. 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 On Showtime. Super good. Yeah. No, very interesting. Got nominated. It did it really. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, I watched it. I really didn't laugh out loud. I was just more just observing what was happening because yeah. I was like, "What? Like, holy shit! This is all real." Yeah, this man just got meetings with these politicians and was yeah. like dicking around. Like, he played a character. Played a character. Yeah, got some real interviews. Got some real. And he people. got sued for a lot of those interviews. Really? Yeah. Yikes! Because I mean, they thought that they were interviewing with someone on their side, but he was really just pretending and messing around with them and it just made them look really bad on tv when you're supposed to be a public official ralph norman but you Mm -hmm. know have you heard about all that crazy stuff with that guy from virginia the governor i haven't really 
Wow. I'm in pilot season. Let yeah. me tell you, I'm <laughs> at my desk from 7 a.m. to almost 11, 12 at night. Wow. So I believe it. I have not seen a movie. I have not seen a television show. I barely watched the Grammys. Really? Like, it's been so intense, but you can please update me. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. So, I, first of all, sign of a good manager right there. But uh, yeah. uh, basically, the governor of Virginia had a racist photo come out in his yearbook page and oh, it was him in blackface and or a clan suit i don't know they are both in the same photo yeah. oh my God. but what's up? what's up with this stuff like yeah is it was it was weird because i don't know for obvious reasons but so, yeah he's just like oh no i'm not gonna resign so yeah. what and i feel like now that you know things are how they are everyone else is gonna kind of be like well i'm just gonna do bad shit and not resign too like whatever yeah. <laughs> well, i'm here like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've been really conflicted especially like with all the stuff that's come out with gucci and stuff I'm oh yeah like, what is going on yeah and it, you know it's not the sad part is that high fashion brands always have incidents like this like why why is this such a recurring thing because the rich like scandal Yep. I don't know. Scandal. You can find different ways of scandal than social. G- bro, Gucci. That's rich people clothes. I mean, it's it's intermediate. Intermediate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, well, I mean, the image they try to portray is kind of like a. It's rich, a luxury like, brand. A luxury yeah. brand. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like for them to take a a hit like that. It's like ah, it's all right. People are still gonna buy our clothes. You know. I don't think they expected as much backlash as they received. Because um, when yeah. I saw it, I was just like, oh, no. No. Oh, the situation. But that's bad the now? thing. Mo- anyone with like a, a slight sense of social etiquette would have saw that and been like, I don't know about that one. No. But it passed everyone's checklist. I hate when that went shit to market. happens. I hate when that shit happens. So it's like, I don't know. It's just like a cultural identity of your company. It might have been a publicity pull. I, that's what I think possibly just that to, too. I mean, know. just to generate some interest. Because no one, because if you look right now, especially across Instagram, mm-hmm. like Fendi is really taking it. Like they, so many people are wearing the Fendi brand. So, mm-hmm. and no shade, but I haven't really seen anyone say, you know, I'm wearing Gucci today. Yeah. yeah I mean, you might, you know, of course we're hearing the song Gucci slides and everything. Right, right. But Fendi is, yeah, every day I, Flip on Instagram, some girl got on Fendi. So, what is Fendi? Fendi is another luxury brand. It's yeah. a, I think it's a step up above Gucci. I or think a couple so steps as well. Too, Damn, so to a little people. more exclusive. Damn, yeah. so they're really to going me, down. Then at this point, Gucci is in the same pool as H and M, to me. Um, Respected. I just, I you know, go higher, man. Just, I mean, it technically yeah. it's a higher brand, yeah, but like the the behavior that you exhibit does not. To me, exemplify a top tier brand. Yeah, it, I don't think I because I have some Gucci. I don't think I'll be wearing that anytime soon. Yeah, it's just it seems so desperate. A like, lot of people wearing you're, you're an established brand. You don't need to be desperate. Mm-hmm. Just of relax. Course. Wait your turn. You'll come back around like every fashion brand does. Like, chill. Exactly. Even Fubu came back for a second. Damn. Damon John, sh- shout out to him. That <laughs> guy is like my ultimate mentor, especially Yo, in business. He's dope. He's really dope. Did you go to a seminar? I did not. I'm so mad I missed it, but I always, 
I follow him on Instagram. I have all his books. And, like, the great thing I love about him yeah. is, I don't know if you guys have read this. His, one of his books is Power of Broke. And I haven't I've read, read it. Out. Huh? I haven't read it. Yeah, it's really read. good. I read it, I've read it, like, at least four or five times. Oh, it wow. basically teaches you as an entrepreneur how to think you know when you don't have the financial backing to invest mm. in a business okay so it's like if you're broke not not necessarily saying broke physically but right. mentally and not able to really invest into your business then it takes you to sit down and think of your resources yeah. like me every day i get into business i think well, i wake up every day and i say what can i do new for my business that's going to elevate it you right. know even if it's not something financial that I'm going to be gaining from it, yeah. something promotional, marketing-wise, that I can get at least, you know, I, I might set a money goal, but I might also say I want 50 more followers. I want 25 more applicants today. Yeah. And if you keep thinking about your resources, like, okay, I know such and such who might be able to expose me to an acting coach that knows 10, 15, 20 kids that I need, then I use that resource. Mm. It's a free resource. So I think it's just, you know, I think it's bloke is just, it teaches you all of those tips. And if anyone reads it, you know, it can definitely be successful in this. Okay. I'm going to have to peep that one uh, out Damon for sure. John. Damon John, Power yeah. of Broke. See if they have it on Audible or something. Bro, they have it, yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Audible, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. <laughs> <laughs> it's the reason he's a shark, man. It's yeah. the reason he's a shark. Heck yeah. You know, he's, he's making money. He I knows how to make too. money. Yeah. yeah, I've learned more from business from Shark Tank, more about business from Shark Tank than high school ever taught me in oh, four yeah. years of that shit. I just tweeted that because I, I, I was, I'm not going to, I was really pissed off because I was like, why doesn't high school or why doesn't high school teach or why don't high school teachers teach entrepreneurship? Yeah. Because a lot of times, you know, it's, it's everything is set to, you know, you go to school for, for four years for high school. Mm-hmm. You put yourself in an intense amount of debt for college. Yeah. Which I went to college as well. But they don't teach you what to do after college is over. So Exactly. Literally 80% of everyone that gets out of college, they're immediately looking for a job. So if you have this influx of people yeah. looking for standard jobs and they're not getting it. Yeah. And they're getting jobs that are just enough to pay back their debt. Like, that's that's the hole that they're staying in right right i always like you know i offer on my website as well uh, entrepreneurship private sessions so where i teach people like this is how you can start your business because a lot of people just need a push yeah a lot of people are actually i always say i always say this i say everyone's an entrepreneurship in their mind Mm -hmm. you know they think of a lot of ideas some people just need help being pushed towards achieving it so that execution is what eludes a lot of people Mm -hmm. i feel like it, like you you can see, you can envision it and you can see it but you don't know how to implement the plan that you might have in your brain in your exactly head. or you have people that think like oh well such and such has already done this and this idea yeah. has already been used yeah. um i saw a powerful post and it just it really resonated with me it was a it was like a meme of a bread aisle yeah and it said look at all these people selling bread they're not worried about the competition they're just continuously putting out bread yeah. they know they have to continuously put out bread because bread expires yeah so they have to keep manufacturing it 
there's no intense marketing you don't see anything huge about you just see the bread yeah and that's how you have to you know tackle everything like me like there are millions of management companies across this world that i compete with daily and the victory is just knowing that there's certain people that want to sign with me every day nice i don't think of who doesn't want to i think of who wants to be with me so yeah yeah that's the i think that's a healthy way to go about it you'll spend yourself all honestly you'll you'll just really deplete all of your energy just thinking about all of that negativity that comes from that because you you can never please people that don't want to be pleased and you can never get those fans that ah maybe if i like do this they'll like me like no they're never gonna like you man you just gotta do you and that is what people like when they realize that their hatred can't deter you from what you're doing and you're gonna do it anyway then they're like well screw it i might as well join them if i can't beat them exactly and it can't you can't let anything pierce you or prevent you from being successful yeah because you know, a lot of times, like I said, a lot of ideas stay in the idea phase because people are afraid to execute. So yeah. it's just a matter of just doing it just to do it, stay positive and, you know, see the results. Even if it's a 50 cent here, a dollar here. Yeah. Um, and then the common uh, thing about uh, entrepreneurship that people don't understand is that there are some times where in the beginning that you're not going to make money every day. Yeah. You know, you might have a great day where you make you know a thousand two thousand yeah then you might have one day where you make 25 cent but you have to stay mentally ready to know okay that's just today tomorrow mm-hmm. i'm gonna set the, the the stakes high yeah and and make your money so. wow man you, yeah. look at this i'm telling you the wisdom man the wisdom i the think wisdom. you should start a seminar you uh, should. You it's on my. It's on my to do list. Uh, I'm actually. I haven't said this before, but I've been approached by TED Talks. Really. But I don't feel like, uh, which is counteracting what I just said. Yeah. I want to perfect the story before I go ahead and say, "Hey, I'm going to get on this stage yeah. and say things." Because I'm still, you know, I'm 27. And I, yeah, I've experienced a lot since yeah. I started my business at 19. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I want to definitely. It's something that's on my to do list for this year is to definitely get on that stage. But, you know, don't wait too long because there's beauty in the journey and, like, it's never going to be complete until you just... Oh, no, yeah. I'm this. definitely going to do TED Talks this year. Yeah. Um, I said that, um, I've always said this, I'm going to be in Forbes 30 under 30 before yeah. 30 hits. I got some time. Yeah. Um, and I definitely, I want to maximize my business and bring more exposure to it. So, which, you know, I, I think my company has done pretty well as far as being known. Yeah. Um. I just want to, you know, just really expand. That's yeah. that's my word for this year. I always give myself a word every year. Expand is this yeah. year. Okay. Expansion. We're going to expand. Mine has still been elevate. It's That was the first yeah. day. You know, New Year's Eve. I was there. I was like, what? Elevate? Oh, shit. And I, it has been. Yeah. It's been a freaking amazing start to an amazing year. Honestly, like, everything has been going right. Mm-hmm. Everything. And it's just been, I'm just thankful to God. I'm just like, thank you, Father, every day, right? Yeah. I prayed for all my friends yesterday at night, right before I went to bed, everybody I, was, everybody I could think of. Yeah. Oh, good. It was awesome. Yeah, it was, it was really, I don't know, I, I fell asleep right away. But then I woke up this morning with only three hours of sleep. And I was Seek like, me oh, fully awake. prayers tonight, please, yeah. please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so is pilot season still going or you got some, you get some rest now? 
Oh, no. Pilot season is going to be going at least until, I would say, beginning of April. Oh, maybe late March. Yo, okay. but this is what I found out at this intensive. The One of the guys, they had this industry panel, and the guys were like, at this point, with all these new uh, streaming services, it's just continuously happening. Because yeah. mm-hmm. they're always making pilots now. Because yeah. it's like, you could be in November, and then you sell a pilot, and then they're like, we got to make it now. Let's get started. You know, so it's like, it's just always happening. No, exactly. I mean, they um, pilots do come out year round. Uh, the time between, you know, mid January to about April is when most of the studio networks put out their pilots to be cast. So yeah, with the with Hulu, you know, uh, well, Verizon Go Ninety's gone, but there's Facebook Watch. Like, there's continuous content that needs to be fulfilled. So, yeah, it comes out, but it's like with pilot season, um, it, it's intense. It's a yeah. lot. Um, it's from the rep, from the rep's point of view. Um, we have to sell our clients, you know, yeah. and it's not just we go ahead and submit them and, you know, pray to get an appointment. Like, we have to be realistic. There's yeah. a, a breakdown that comes out with you might have five to six series regulars on it. And you have to, you're not only competing against celebrities because those are already going offered to them. Yeah. They don't even have to audition for it, it's already offered. You also have, you know, the 5,000 plus people that are being submitted for it with your client in there. And then you also have to pitch. You have to pitch them in an email or a phone call. And the phone calls, I might have 10 seconds, 15 seconds to right. say what I need to say, send the email and get that feedback from that cast director to say, yes, that's the right look we're going for, or no, you know, we're going for someone that's, you know, maybe a little bit more ethnic, or maybe, you know, I've heard, you know, some very trivial stuff like, oh, the nose is not as, you know, curved as we would like it. <laughs> but it's like, that's just the industry. The industry, you yeah. have to fit that character to the T. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. Wow. I, I just I when you say that I, I can't help but think about those massive casting calls like when they did Harry Potter, how many countless kids that looked a lot like Daniel Radcliffe but didn't quite make it. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine being the second guy, man. Oh man. Oh, oh how And then you, you just watch his life go and then you're just like I'm never acting again. <laughs> we well we deal with that all the time, especially as reps. I mean, because we'll have a client I think I mentioned this in the first interview. Yeah. That make it to what is called network the, test. The, yeah, the test. Yeah. The yeah. test. Yeah. yeah. So you're it's you know, you're going against maybe three to four of the best choices for that role. Yeah. And you might be going up against someone that's super known that's been doing this for years and you know, you might go against someone that has a strong influence. You might go to someone that's been acting since they were in their diapers, you know. Mm. And you have to go in there, like I said, like the business. You have to go in there, uh, like the bread. Go in there thinking like you're the only one that's the best to be sold and you're going to make you're going to make it. Yeah. And sometimes you'll get the test and you'll get your offer agreement negotiated by your team. And, mm-hmm. you know, it could be a lot of money Yeah. and it could slip just like that because they found someone that's, you know, maybe look wise. Mm-hmm. I had a client test for a very popular series um, back in November and she did really well. She made it all the way to the testing period. Mm-hmm. They released her the uh, the released the role because they wanted to to do something different with it. I think they did a different ethnicity, and oh, it was just wow. that small going from wow. you know Latina to African American. Wow! So, 
that's why I say actors have to have a tough skin because or have tough skin is because you don't know how things are gonna go. Yeah, I've I've had deals on the table and they just get snatched. Oh. You know, just like that. Or you can actually have the role, be in the role for like two, three seasons, and then just oh yeah, you're not there season four. They'll kill your kill. They'll kill your uh your your character off. Yeah. Or, you know, I've had I wrote this in my blog last week. Um, I know someone that was cut at a table read and replaced <laughs> by one of her castmates uh, wow. from a previous series regular. Damn. Wow. So it it you know it happens. You know it's yeah. a very cutthroat business. You just have to keep tough skin. Yeah, you got to be professional the whole yeah. way through. There's mm-hmm. not there's no point where you can just start slipping up and be like, ah, this is just a fun experience. It's like yeah. no, you're, this is a job. It's a business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're you're working. <laughs> I don't think actors really. You know, I I. I when I, most actors that I meet, I think they understand that this is a business. I don't think they really, really understand how much money they could potentially make. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've had clients that have made a significant amount of money to where they don't have to really work or do anything. To, you know, acting pretty much nice. settles them. Um, yeah. Client has booked upwards. I had a client recently book, you know, a, a SAG National, $24,000 check. Wow. So that's... that's- really nice that person is really fucking nice yeah. right mm-hmm. like you're covered for a while like you're just like uh, i'm gooch <laughs> you know yeah if you live right and you you know of course continue to take your classes and stuff and um i always encourage anyone that gets a large amount of money to invest it somehow mm-hmm. you know not just in you know your acting craft but you know maybe start a side business and really nurture and develop it so that way you can bring passive income in yeah Passive income is the best income. Yeah. Yeah. Multiple it's sources itself, of income. Baby. Multiple sources of income, man. Just multiple. It's just yeah. Well, you don't have to do anything. It's just happening. Yeah. You Even want it, if it's just like some simple bonds or something. Like you want it to get to the point where it's like Mr. Scrooge McDuck and then it's just <laughs> falling gold coins <laughs> just on swimming you. Swimming through gold coins like it's water. Like, I mean, that's what basically agents and managers are. I mean, like we, of course, submit daily and we hope to get new projects, but you know sometimes you know yeah we will have clients booked but sometimes it's like it's nice to know that you have a residual check coming in from yeah. a show that's airing like uh I have, I have multiple clients that have done like lethal weapon and such uh, uh that get residuals so we get a percentage of that yeah i have a client that was on grownish that continuously gets residuals from that we get residuals from national commercials so yeah. if you have all that coming in you know, it makes it easier for you. Even as an actor, you know, if you have all that residual income coming in, then you don't have to worry about going to, a, you know, bust a table or anything. You know, you can just, mm-hmm. you know that, okay, quarterly, this SAG residual is going to come. I have that check coming in. Yeah. If you do music, of course, um, you have that check that comes in, of course, quarterly from ASCAP and BMI. Yeah. Um, and just, it, it really helps to have that come in. Man. I bet it does. Mm, yeah. That sounds like you got it made when you got that. Yeah, so yeah. I'd love to check the mail then. <laughs> Let me check the mail. Oh, th- it's just, just checks. Nice. All these checks. God, where's the bills? Where <laughs> the bills at? <laughs> It'll be a great feeling. So yeah. it's coming soon. It's coming. soon. Soon. Oh man. Oh shoot. Um, what did what did what did you say you wanted to talk about at the beginning? Cardi B. Cardi oh, B yeah, we, we at the Grammys. About, yeah. I wanted to talk. I wanted to say something. My yeah. my friend 
on Instagram, um, Marquez, he posted that he did a video with KTLA, I think, or some, okay. some channel. And he yeah. was like, I just got to acknowledge that she looks horrible in this outfit. And then, and, and then I was like, I was like, bro, but she's a per-, like the girl tries to explain it. But then he starts to backpedal and like mm. actually like a compliment the rest of the time. And I was just like, what happened there? Yeah. You know what happened there? Because it was like you had a, you had a decision you had made and then or maybe you didn't think you wanted to go that way. And you were just like, damn, I didn't mean that. Maybe you just tried to be like, oh, I'm going to be the edgy like blow everyone's mind with this opinion and then everyone's like you're tripping and he was like oh i was just kidding guys. <laughs> i'm just tripping i'm you just know? tripping yeah. in my eyes you know cardi b can't do anything wrong you know and i just think it's it's i what i respect about her is she is so comfortable in her her brand and she's she's never you could tell from where she started and where she is now that she's mm. never changed you know yeah. Yeah. and that's a really hard thing to accomplish in this industry because yeah. you know once you become to get a name or you start to become known it it can change you you know mm-hmm. it can change how you perceive yourself it can change how you deal with people your relationships mm-hmm. and so one thing you can see about her is that she's always remained genuine in her artistry and, you know, even though some of the stuff she does is really outlandish and you're, you know, you might be surprised. Yeah. But if you look at the likes of the people that really, like, engage with her, these are some big people yeah. that really like her. Maybe not, may not agree with what she does, but right. they support her regardless. Right, right. So. I mean, if you're in a commercial with Steve Carell and Lil John, who's an industry legend at this point in time. Yeah. Dude, you're, you've made it. Like, she's made it. She's especially with the Grammys and everything. I think she's she's an artist that is going to have some longevity just from how she handles herself, and she's always keeping herself busy, so that's always good. I mean, I think every musician um, should really model their their career after her. Not necessarily just acting out and stuff, but definitely model their career as far as just putting stuff out and not caring what people think. I, I just like the fact that she talks about real things sometimes. Like, she'll talk about the fact that the government takes away all this money from her. And I love that because she gets so angry about it. It's real. It's, <laughs> it's real. real. She it's says real. what uh, a lot of people want to say, but don't necessarily know how to say, you know. It is a fact. Yeah. What did, did you watch her performance at the Grammys? I watched bits of it. Like I said, I was knee deep in pilot season, so I was swamped. But yeah, I, I liked it. What did you think? Um, personally, I, I, uh, I've seen, I mean, I've been to the Grammys, but like, I don't, it's interesting. I love music and I love writing music and I love singing. It's fun. Mm. But that I don't, I, I, that to me is the long game. Like, I'll be like, that just seems like something I can always work on and then just release things whenever, you know, but I see the passion some people have, man. Some people love, love, like they live for music, you know? And it's a beautiful thing, but it's just, it's just, I don't know. I see her doing that. I, I definitely see her doing that. I definitely see someone who is just like, now at this point, you're fully invested. You know, it's like, there's, what else would you do? What else would Cardi B do? You know? Well, you never know. I mean, a lot of artists, um, it's, I think what aspiring artists miss, miss in regards to this industry is that you have to have multiple things going on. Because you can have a, a bomb album that does well, 
numbers wise you're making tons of money off of it and you have a second album that just goes and tanks and so that's why so you see rihanna you know with her makeup line or you see britney spears with her perfume line or you see a lot of artists you know investing in real estate and stuff because they know that this is not going to solely always pay their income so when is your cologne coming out bro Mine? Yeah. <laughs> uh, after I'm done and have three offices and yeah. I'm set with CGM, um, <laughs> I, I'm I'm big on focusing on your major your major thing first before yeah. venturing off into other things. Because I never like to give things twenty percent. I do a lot out the, throughout the day, but that's something I definitely want to do. If, yeah. um, that's funny you said that because I actually I collect clone. Bro, I'm telling you, sometimes you just know, man. You just know. Yeah. Um. That's awesome, though. I I feel like you're definitely headed into the right direction, man. You're like you the whole time. I feel like your story has always been very lined up with success, which is awesome. Cause honestly, well, that's what happens when you do it right. I mean, yeah, exactly. Honestly, that's just what happens when you work hard, man. When, when you when you really really work hard like you're consistent with your work you're if anything you you're more than consistent with your work you actually do it more often you know you you get so invested that you're knee deep you can't even watch the full grammys absolutely i mean yeah it's it's i appreciate it and you know it's not easy you know you definitely have your your days where you're just like oh my god i gotta get up and do this and (laughs) you have your days where it's like everything just flows um and it's not always like you know all success for me like i could have a day where i get you know this like i would say a couple days ago or actually last week um i was sending pitch emails out because i was like i gotta get my clients in it was like four pilots that came out i was like i have to get clients in for this and one in particular um i was pitching to this cash director i sent it once in the morning um, no response. So I'm like, okay, maybe, you know, she get into the office. She's probably swamped. Like, yeah. you know, I gave a call. Um, the associate answer. Uh, I said that I wanted to pitch someone. Um, took a message, never called me back. So I'm like, okay, so I need to get a little bit more aggressive when that happened. So I hit it immediately. I was like, okay, I'm going to do it again at 2. I'm going to do it again at 3.30. And then I'm going to change my approach. I'm going to have someone else in my office email them as well um by the 16th time really that i emailed because i was on it yeah um, i got an appointment for the client so sometimes it takes a lot like you know i'll I'll, i've been cussed out i've been hung up on but you know you just have to keep the mindset that you're you're close you're close Mm -hmm. you're close i always say that i'm close anytime i get into something yeah i always say i am definitely close to it so that's why i'm experiencing this wow yeah yeah that's 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 that diligence that we were talking about like as long as you believe like you were saying earlier just bake that bread man yeah bake that bread always if you're close to it you know if anytime you're you feel like a shakeup or something happening, I always tell people just to tell yourself that you're 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 close and you're getting a sign to show you to keep doing it. Snap, that's good. That's yeah. really solid. Yeah. Like, snap, good, 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 good. Thank that was you. that was really cool. Um, I 100% agree. I'm sure everybody who ever listens to that would 100% agree, man. Because yeah. I feel like there are moments in life where you'll just be like doing something. 
and then you'll go you'll go out randomly or a buddy will invite you somewhere or you're someone's having a birthday party or you have an event for work or something yeah. something anything an yeah. opportunity will happen and you're just like i guess i can take it i guess i'll go explore the possibility that could you know what could happen and then you meet someone and then they impact your life or they say something and it's just like you can do that just as much as other people do it to you yeah and i feel like a lot of times people forget that they get they get lost in that wow you know it's all about me it's like it's not all about you man sometimes you just got to go out there and just observe sometimes i don't even have you ever been to an event and just not really talk to people and just like lay low i wish i can go to an event and that happened for me but <laughs> a lot of the acting events that i go to i'm recognized so yeah i can't really that's observe. a good problem man yeah. there, there you go i again. went Celebrity. to uh which one did i go to i was like oh my god i went to uh oh sag after and the naacp did a screening for creed yeah the, the new creed movie that came out about a month or so ago so um i was like okay i gotta see it because I, I naacp sends me a lot of invites to movie screenings yeah mm-hmm. so when i got there you know i was like oh, i'm gonna be low-key i got a hat on like yeah. you know i literally i probably 12 13 actors recognized me and really just asked me just questions about like advice on submitting and stuff so i try like you know if i of course if i go to like a major event i can observe but a lot of things i go to is very acting related or industry related so i can't really just say hey man see what these people are doing i can vouch for that because I, i wasn't there for that situation but after your last episode uh, someone hopped in the DMs and they were, they were like, "Yeah, that episode with Chris was awesome. Yeah. I've been trying to get signed by him forever." And uh-huh. I was like, "Damn, keep trying, man. Keep listening to the show." Yeah, so like shout out that guy if you hear this, man. Hey, keep trying, man. One day, hopefully, you got signed. Maybe you book something. Ooh, I don't know. Maybe, man. Let yeah. it, hit us up. Get yeah. in our DMs again and tell us what happened, man. Yeah, yeah. that was really cool. Actually, I yeah. totally forgot about that, but yeah, yeah, yeah I remember that. It, the influence like i said the influence that my company has created is just it's it's mind-blowing to yeah. me like, yeah. it's so fast because you so many management companies that are successful today have been around for like 40 60 80 wow. years like yeah. they're they've been around they're for a bit. Yeah. yeah yeah and so to be able to achieve the amount of success that we have in just nine years has been you know phenomenal yeah. and you know i started this and i thought it was going to be just something I can use to make extra money and yeah. you know it ended up turning into you know a booking here and there and then the series regular and then the name started getting out so I just think like I said it's just a matter of just persistence and consistency consistency yeah. is what really drives the success for my business you can't do something one day and take two days off and you have to in the beginning definitely set the foundation yeah I love it man Wow, that's really that. So I, I gotta ask you this just because I'm curious. Yeah, you seem yeah. very well dressed, and you. I mean, the, he looked. He really? came in with the AirPods. Yeah, he looked cool. exactly. What, I was I'm, like, who's this rich really? guy? I'm curious to know what's <laughs> like the most expensive thing you've ever bought, bro. Um, damn, you gonna put me on the spot? <laughs> I, I'm just curious. Um, We're curious, bro. <laughs> um, I, I'll say what I I fought recently. Um, outfit wise. Uh, you can catch me sometimes. Well, last time yeah. I had like fourteen hundred dollars shoes. Yeah, uh, damn, fourteen hundred dollars shoes. Um, 
I just bought a sweater from D Squared that was like four hundred. Uh, I bought. I know this is so bad. Snap. Uh, Burberry, of course, I'm a fan of. I just yeah. bought a three hundred dollars shirt from them. Um, I I try not to be so label hungry because like yeah. I, at the end of the day, I'm really into just like what looks good fashion wise. Right. Like yeah. the, you think this looks good? This is probably all like Disney Vans. Like <laughs> this is uh this actually this pink shirt is actually H and M. Well, oh, I think the pink. Is. I think the pink looks nice, right? It, yeah. it looks good. The pink sweater. So it, yeah. you know, this is my casual. I'm yeah. going into the kind of almost late. plays as lavender under this light. It does, right? Yeah. That's. I think that's yeah. one of the reasons why I'm like. It looks. It looks like a fleece, almost like mm-hmm. just like. Yeah. Perfectly fit. Yeah, this outfit is like my standard. I'm going into the office late today. Put a hat on. <laughs> call the day. You know. You come in yeah. with a cup of coffee. You got a cup of coffee. Um, sometimes I'm really trying to wing off coffee because th- you know I I I love ha- drinking coffee, but sometimes it'll wire me up like bad to where yeah. it's like I'll start to have a down period like towards mm-hmm. the afternoon. Yeah. I want to take a nap. Yep. So I start like I like to substitute yeah. uh, coffee for orange juice or orange juice. apple juice yeah. or tea, you know, and I try to do as much as possible. So I'm not just, you know, going off, you know, coffee for three hours and then crashing like by two o'clock. Yeah. So. Yeah. I like matcha, which I don't drink mm-hmm. coffee because I'm averse to caffeine like that. But matcha gives you a nice little very light burst of energy so you feel peppy but you don't feel like yeah let's go and it it because of the this enzyme in matcha it's a slow release Mm -hmm. um caffeine so it only hits you like you you're drinking the same amount and value of a coffee cup maybe but it releases longer throughout the day instead of just hitting you at once like coffee might Absolutely. Um, I don't see how people. I've never had this drink before, but I've seen it. The five hour energy. Oh, I've never drank it, bro. I've never drank that. I've never drank Red Bull. I've never drank Monster. Like I just don't fuck with any of those stuff. Is death drinks. I don't drink that shit. I've never understood. Yeah, the the, the, what it does. I'm like, I need more than five hours. Like, (laughs) it's nothing but a whole bunch of like natural and really not natural stuff, and it's just gonna wire you and overload your brain and your body and your crash plus on the yeah. set days you need like a 16 hour energy like yeah. Yeah. So those are some long ass set days jeez like, yeah yeah did I, you get to check i don't know if i sent this to you i, I don't think i did i wrote an article uh, about if you're really ready for a series regular i should have sent it to you I totally yeah, yeah yeah you should have it actually I wrote that in like 10 minutes. I was like, because I had had multiple people apply. And a lot of it was, I want a series regular. I need a series Mm. regular. And so I wanted to create an answer or let people know the life of a series regular. So Mm. I wrote an article. It was called, um, Are You Really Ready for a Series Regular? And it really broke down just like, are you emotionally ready? Are you financially ready? Are you capable of holding a series regular? Mm. And I, today it's at 3,800 views, and I just did it last week. So wow, I'm, I'm trying to really push it. Yeah, know? it's going to be featured on backstage S- too. Yeah, so I write for backstage, so yeah. a lot of the the good you know industry articles you'll find some of my stuff. No, on. I've read yeah. some any of your little bit before. of information where people feel like it's going. This is going to get me ahead. 
Yeah. They're going to latch on to it. If you have that many views already. And I've had tons of people share it. And because it's like it's the, the reality of a series regular is, mm-hmm. you know, you're basically signing your way exclusively for a bit. So um, a lot of people say they can handle a series regular, but it's like, yeah, it's it's a lot of work you know you yeah. might get 30 to 50 pages of script mm-hmm. and you might have to be off of, off book in two to three four days that's, yeah that's a that's a or lot tomorrow that's 24 hour rehearsal right there yeah like yeah. buckle down table right reads. now yeah table reads yeah um sometimes i say um are you financially capable of it because if you haven't booked a series regular before you're not going to get the best offer, you know, especially if you're new to this game. If you're not, you know, established actor, if you're not, you know, Damon and the rest of them where they can command that kind of salary for a show, mm-hmm. you're going to get the lowest offer. And sometimes right. it might be just enough to pay a bill or, or so here and there, you know. Yeah. And it's like you when you sign exclusively to a show, yeah. you can't go and do other shows during that time to make more money. You're smack dab in that series. So, that was Tiffany Haddish's uh, issue with being on the Carmichael show. Yeah. That they were sparsely using her, but her star was rising a lot at that time. And she yeah. couldn't work on anything else. She was stuck. So she just left or what? No, they, I mean, the show ended. Like oh, Jared okay. Carmichael just stopped the show altogether, but um, she it, was. It might have like, it might have been I for think Tiffany. they bumped her up to uh, like a regular. regular? Oh. Yeah. So I got to rewatch Carmichael, bro. That's a good show. Checks. Oh, yeah. of course not. But yeah. I don't think show. you don't get residuals when you're just a guest star, right? Um, I believe so. It depends. It depends on the client's yeah. contract too, yeah. and what they can negotiate. That's why I said a lot yeah. of it is, um, you know, who you have as your team, yeah. and also, you know, if you've had series regular experience, it, it increases the chances of the rate that you can get for right. it, and right. more perks and benefits. So. Okay. Um, they know if they're not going against, like I said, a Damon or someone that's yeah. a, an experienced series regular, yeah. that they can give you the short end of the stick, yeah. and you're going to take it because you haven't booked the series regular. So it's in a, in a way, you know, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. It's a way of proving yourself, but you just have to be prepared financially to not get the best offer. Well, that's even even look at Brando yesterday. I this guy, he was on Dexter, he was on Zoe 101, Secret Life of the American Teenager. Yeah. He hasn't acted in a while. Like he still acts, he he'll do small stuff, but he hasn't done like a series regular right. in a while. But he has experience doing it so well that I guarantee that as soon as he gets an agent, like boom, he's yeah, going to be, be And the guy there. and the guy looks great. Like he's yeah. He's super he's, muscular he's and like you can tell he yeah. he has an image and he sells it well. Yeah, you know how old is he? Thirty two. Is 32? he thirty two? No. no, some 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 around like that. He's right. he's a little bit. Old. I mean, he was twenty one when Zoe one hundred and one was out. Right. So how long ago was that? That was at least ten years ago. At right? least ten years, yeah. right? So oh, at least I I th- yeah. I'm thinking thirties. But age doesn't matter. It's about how hard you work. Yeah. And yeah. if you're persistent at it, it, it will always work. I always say, like, you, especially if you're submitting to an agent or a manager, yeah. Um, you know, make it stand out. You yeah. know, if it's something, if it's a particular agent or manager that you're targeting, you know, research who they are before you go submitting and see if you can find something in common. Because if you don't have a lot of credits or if you haven't worked in a bit, 
that's those are red flags to agents and managers it's like okay if you haven't worked in a bit how am i going to why am i going to take this investment yeah yeah there's ways around it it's just being of course resourceful and knowing exactly who you're targeting so that way you can make the best decision for yourself yeah Mm. now i'm almost thinking like if you really want it that bad you must have to obsess about it but i don't think people should obsess about anything no, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, it's it's just a step under obsession. I can see. Well, that. You can have like a healthy obsession. I think you should just be hungry for it. You yeah, know, let's call it hunger. I yeah. don't like adding the word healthy to things, and then it's just like, <laughs> oh, this is so much better now. This it's is like, healthy murder. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, it, it was a healthy death. It's like, what the fuck yeah. does that mean? It's like, yeah. it was healthy. <laughs> Get over it. Yeah. There, was, well, there was carrots I, around. <laughs> there was a veggie tray. Yeah, it's a veggie tray. <laughs> a healthy hunger is good for what you want to do. Yeah. I mean, oh, I wake yeah, up, for sure, for sure. I wake up every day knowing that I want to be a manager, and that's the only thing I want to do. Yeah, and so I can go into the office or i can you know sometimes i might have a work at home day where i can just completely just focus yeah where are you living now? um I, hollywood yeah i remember he dude he showed me like the location beautiful apartment nice. i'm like this man like originally he was thinking i you had thought north hollywood right you were thinking up top i was thinking a lot like i definitely downtown la was in my dtla yeah. i mean if you can find a nice place yeah. it I, I can't. I don't, I don't know, bro. Yeah, but then I look exactly. I start to think about it. And I'm like, I've been there too I many times. I have a lot of people and, that live there. I yeah. mean, the thing about downtown LA is like, I'm an LA native. Yeah. So you you know downtown, not now, but how it was. It was yeah. very sketchy. <laughs> so, but now they're they're really changing it up and like adding really luxury apartments yeah. and stuff. And you can have like a nightlife out there. Mm-hmm. You know, if you stay on certain streets, it's so. changing rapidly and i think i feel like they're getting ready to just pick everybody on up out of skid row and make that area nice too i think they should create more housing for just the you know the 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 homeless you know yeah there's a lot of space there that they can probably work with besides of course just the union rescue mission and them hanging outside there because it's only how many people it's only so many people we can put in there yeah i know unfortunately i i I feel like they're just gonna put everybody in jail you think so or some sort of detainment facility (sighs) that would have to be the the state of california government like not federal government so yeah. if the state of California is suddenly Maybe. like we want to arrest all the homeless, I mean, that's pretty wild, man. It's all based on lobbyists, but that's pretty wild to just put that out there. Like, I, I, I feel like you'll get a lot of backlash. People will be like, what? Like, you can't just start arresting these people. They don't have homes. You know, it's like, I mean, it's a way I mean, of, it's a way of cleaning up society. But I so don't know why are there so many detainee children if you can't just round people up and arrest them for whatever and hold them? You can hold them. I, yeah, I guess you could hold them, but then you're turning into like an internment camp situation. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's like not unprecedented. No, I they've we've done it before. Yeah. I don't agree with it. Just I, ask the Japanese. They're yeah, like, I don't agree with it. Bro, we were just here. Yeah, that dude. Honestly, that's one of the worst situations. Like we read about it when I was in my sophomore year. Yeah, and it was just like you. You were like, oh shit, this same stuff happened in the U.S. with the Japanese, and mm-hmm. you don't. People don't even talk about it. People are just like, what do you mean? internment camps in california you can go and drive out and see them if you want to yeah like it's a very real thing and it's very interesting because the u.s likes to hide their shit man yeah i mean any country hides their yeah, dirt you can't even yeah. say anything about a nazi in germany 
They're gonna be like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Did you see the um the meme that it was like, have you ever had to cover something up to change who you used to be? And then it was like they had a, a building of Germany and it had a swastika thing that was there and then and the next picture it was gone and then they just had a Burger King sign on the side. Oh my god. No, <laughs> but you can it. still see the outline of the swastika oh, thing wow. and you're just like that's just that's, that's Germany, man. Yeah. That's there's just Burger King there and you know, that was there the past. There's another meme where the uh I guess maybe the guy was a tourist or something, I don't know, but he was they were at like some sort of show or concert and he did like a like a Nazi salute, and then the guard right behind him with his big ass M16 is just like, no, 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 no. Oh yeah, I, like, yeah, yeah. We don't do yeah, that here, yeah, man. Yeah, it we was a polizei, which polizei in German means police. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's the only word that sounds like police. Um, it actually means sausage. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm yeah. just kidding. No. But uh, yeah, man, it's no oh, Chris. Um, personally. Like now that you said nine years, right? Nine years through this whole journey. Mm-hmm. How, oh man, that nine years of the initial start just, and you said you were just doing this as a source of side income, right? Like, uh, Oh, I just going to get me started. It was really main. I mean, what happened was, um, I went through a lot of yeah. brand changes and ideas with the company. And, yeah. you know, I started off with, uh, a mix of models and reality television. So mm. it was a lot of, um, Love the income came in from I was able to take reality television stars and put them on tours or get them booked or get them sponsorships or get them to host clubs. So, you know what they usually do. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. As I started to, you know, gain income through that, um, I started to get knowledge into representing other forms of talent like models and yeah. uh, now like, actors, you know, I can successfully yeah. say I can put someone on television or I know the look to right. develop and get them ready to be on television bro that is the coolest yeah. thing ever imagine like who yeah. gets to say that who yeah. gets to say that it's, like, been, it's a it's a great experience to be able to say that i can successfully i have the power yeah. every day to put someone in front of a cast director and potentially put them on television yeah you know work with their agent or you know negotiate their deal to put them place them on a network show you know I've Easy. met someone at the mall. Like I don't know if I mentioned this in the previous interview. I met someone at the mall, yeah. put him on network television within a month of wow. him being with us. So. Sick. Residuals. I mean, when as soon as I'm back up and walking, feel free to put me on network TV, man. I'm absolutely as long know, as you're willing to train and you know stay I on tr- it. I train like it's going out of fashion. I train like soul. Okay, I I am ambitious. All right. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. But I, honestly, Luigi, he has a he just did uh, the comedy store. Oh, yeah. What? I mean, yeah. Remember? I, I, oh, I yeah, thought, yeah, 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 I sent yeah, you yeah, my sent set. To me. Yeah, yeah. No, bro. I mean, honestly, it's like for me, I'm always looking. I mean, I me, me and Chris have, have worked together before. Um, I don't know. I feel like I got to, I've, I've I know you so much more now. Like I, I it's so weird interviewing someone because then you get you really get to know them and you really get to like hear who they are and you're just like yeah this person is actually really interesting and cool um that's what i love about it so yeah mm-hmm. no i'm i mean i'm always open man i'm if you're down i'm down let's make it happen right all let's right, get on tv right, nah right. but it's not about that it's never about that i i actually that you know what's funny they actually yeah. asked us on the in during the intensive and yeah i i was just like 
I the same thing I told you that day. I was like, I'm just trying to create more opportunities for for Latino people, like on television or in life. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I said that during the intensive, and this girl comes up to me. She goes, "Man, what you said, like everybody's was so very self indulged. Like I just yeah. want to be, I just want you know, me, 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 me. You know, yeah. and you were the only one that was like all these other people. And I was like, that's just my vibe. I, I, if it comes my way, it's a blessing from God. If it goes to somebody else, it was a blessing for them, right? Like yeah. I ain't mad about it. That's yeah. life. I appreciate it, you know. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just happy. I'm, I'm just happy you were here, man. That you were able to come on the show. That, that yeah. me and Willie were able to get those, to know you even more, man. Because yeah. the wisdom, the yeah. wisdom was was dropping. Thank you, gems. Definitely, I'm always um, open to doing this. Um, I love the flow of everything. It's just my goal is to make sure that people are just informed of this industry because exactly. everyone comes here yeah. and they think, you know, it's just glitz and glamour and they're going to be with Will Smith opposite him tomorrow. And, yeah. you know, it's just, the reality of it is it's a grind. You it know, is a you grind. can go on 20 auditions, 30 auditions and not book one. But mm. eventually if you're, if your mind's right, you go in and you, you really give a great performance, you'll, you'll book. Yeah, you know the the ones that matter are the ones that are usually are booked. So mm. simple. Yeah, the simple ones that matter are the ones that book are booked. Yeah. No, I I I agree a hundred percent with what you're saying. I not to keep using Brand as an example, but the the dude was so knowledgeable about this stuff uh, as far as acting on set. He was telling us like. Yeah, people don't realize you. You're, they're gonna point at a mark and then tell you like you gotta walk over here as you're saying these lines, and this is your frame, and this is what you know. You gotta know what to pick up on the shot on this line, and and he was like, and they don't teach you that. That you show up on set and then you're just there doing it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. There's no like, I mean, some classes will teach the basics of it, but there's nothing like having that hands-on experience. And yeah. something that's becoming really huge, especially for those who are in comedy. Is knowing how to navigate multicam. Mm. Yeah. We just learned multicam. Yeah, yeah. Being no, what? So what I learned is whenever you say the joke, first of all, multicam is all about jokes. They don't give a shit about anything else but jokes. Jokes first, right? Mm-hmm. Single cam is character first. Mm-hmm. Multicam is jokes first. Right. And then when you say the joke, you're supposed to stand still as you deliver the line, right? Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to move. You're just supposed to like. Oh, whatever the joke is, blah, blah. And then yeah. everybody laughs. And then when you're not talk, like when you're not saying a joke, when you're not talking, you're supposed to move. Right. Mm-hmm. But then still like it's so you have to be fully memorized, ready to go. And like, yeah. it's fun. It, I mean, Big Bang Theory is like that. But yeah, it's fun. there's a couple multicam shows that are still big. But I mean, I believe Netflix just came out with one, actually. The one, um, one, one day at a time, I, or I think that's multicam. Yes. Um, I talk with the writer a lot on Twitter. Um, I forgot her name. She's so sweet. Um, one thing I like about her, you're gonna make me look this up. One thing I like about her is that she, she shares her journey as a writer with everyone. Cause she, you know, of course she has one day at a time, Yeah. but during pilot season, they're all trying to pitch their latest projects and so she shared something that i really liked um she had sent pitches in for a couple of projects that she had and they all were declined wow so it you know it really means something for you to share you know with your audience to let them know that you could be successful yeah and you can sell you know a great project but when's the next time you're going to be able to sell it you know or when's the next time you're going to be able to get you know your next opportunity so Mm -hmm. i would say cultivate when you have that success and really strategize and prepare because yeah. you're going to hear a million no's and one yes. 
Her name is Gloria Calderon. That's her name. Shout she out, used to writer, executive producer, showrunner of One Day at a Time. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I'm glad that um that CBS is teaching what is needed, right? Because yeah. that's exactly what they told us at the beginning of the class. They were like, "We're going to teach you what you need to know." Yeah, multicam and is definitely yeah, it's it's expanding, and you know they're they're going to be. Cl- I'm hoping to see uh more classes that teach multicam. Yeah. Um, uh, one of my favorite uh, classes in comedy, of course, is Scott Sedita. I think he's wonderful at really you know really driving it home for clients. So I learned multicam via Ashton Kutcher on <laughs> Punked. <laughs> Remember that? He's like talking and he's like, What? It's like, Wow, bro. Do we need three cameras for this? Different reactions. Yeah. Played at the same Different time. Different size of Ashton. I actually missed those shows. Like, I used to be a huge fan of Boiling Point. Yo, Boiling Point. That was an intense show. That I would never good. make it on that. Nah, nah. First time I saw someone dig their nose in and try to make my sandwich, I'm like, nah, nah. Right? Uh, What's going on, man? Right? Come on. I would have had an expletive in the five second Yeah. Mark. It would. Yeah. My cousin, never. Justin, uh, shout out Justin, he, he sent me this link earlier today about... Uh, this compilation of like next footage. Remember that show? Yes. Next? Yeah. And it was like, oh, no, no. But as soon as they walk off the bus, like, no, stay, just get back. Get back on the bus. Next. It was it's, so awful. You get wow. like three dates or something like that. And you can next them or you can just do I, the that whole That sounds day very like, familiar. Yeah. That's a, and then you have the option to go on all three days, right? If you next everyone, yeah. 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 yeah, if you next yeah. yeah I, I love that show, but I felt like, you know, if you can't at least find someone to connect with out of those people the problem yeah. is probably you yeah, yeah. and <laughs> it, it was intense and then my favorite was like when they would choose someone and yeah. then that person has the uh the chance i guess it was was it take yeah, money take the leave? money like you get yeah. for the longer your date the more money you generate yeah and then it, it, she's like i want to go on another date and then no it's like oh that's a like, good nah, thing i'm gonna just take the money and, and it would be like 50 dollars or yeah, something yeah. Was <laughs> yeah, it was nothing at all it was so much like that <laughs> that show could really play on yourself oh, man. yeah I know. well i mean did you ever watch disaster date did you ever watch that show uh, nah, I probably have and just it, it was literally like you would go on a date with someone but what they had a mic in their ear and they would basically just start doing random shit but uh, yes, yeah. I remember that show. And they and then like the date would be like, "What are you doing? Why are you yeah. acting so weird?" And yeah. then he, they would be like, "You can't tell her. You can't tell her. Oh, you know, oh, you, it's got to be a secret. You, if you tell her, you lose the money. You that know." Was and the it's, one with uh, the guy when he some girl comes up to him when they're eating dinner and she's like, "Oh hey, and yeah, yeah." Like, this, who was that? Who was that? And, and then it gets like, all. I don't know who that is. Like, I don't know who that. Who was that? Yeah, you know, yeah. and it gets all serious. I can't say. And then it's like, "Oh, you're at a thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. You're at a thousand dollars." Are you gonna take the money? The are you gonna let her walk like, away? Are you gonna right, let her walk away? Ahead. You know? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. I remember that show vaguely. That's deep. Yeah. No, it was it was a good show. That's it was so, it was uh, we gotta bring that back. It was random. I feel like that just that those regular shows of just like random human beings, like yeah. um, what would you do? Right? Random yeah, people that random humans. Random person who was just doing something. It's like, oh shit. Or the people who do the Carbonaro effect, he's just messing magic with random people. Yeah, and it's yeah. just like that I, I like shows like that because it's just you get to see someone different, you know. It's not always this celebrity that is like I'm mega rich and important. So. I love yeah. what would you do? Um, I had a client. Uh, shout out to Jonathan Garcia who yeah. recurred on that show so many times. Nice. And one of his, uh, I say one of his most touching uh, segments that he did was yeah. about a kid 
that was uh, mentally, ment- I was just going to say mentally disabled. And okay. so he was working at a job uh, at a supermarket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he was getting criticized. The scene was set up for him to get criticized by the customer uh-huh. and so and see who would stick up. Or yeah. stick up for him, yeah. and so uh, th- th- that kind of show really shows you how people are could be can be selfless sometimes and yeah. want to help, and some people who just look at it and just leave, yeah. and just you know, and then they're confronted about it. So maybe next time they think, okay, maybe I should step in yeah. and help, um, you know, that person. So I love those shows. I those shows it. are all. I love all of them. I love the bowling points. I wish yeah, I would yeah. bring that back. Yeah. Um. A lot of the, I love Room Raiders. Yeah. I, uh, Room Raiders. We were talking jam. about Room Raiders the other day. Yeah. 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 There were so many good. Don't shows. pull out the black light. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, just that? so many good shows. So. Yeah. No. The, that that was just like a certain. That's the thing about television. You'll see periods of time where these shows were just like so popular because. Yeah. One would be good, and yeah. then it would gain traction, and people would be like, "Let's see yeah. what it would like." These shows that are just like a random Southern family somewhere, and people just watch their lives. Yeah. Like, oh my God, they they did this like Duck Dynasty when Duck Dynasty was oh, fucking Duck huge. Dynasty like was everybody massive. was like, "Oh, Duck Dynasty," and it's like, "Yeah, it was, it was all right." I I really didn't get yeah. into it, but like then it went away, and people were like, "Oh, I thought it was coming back." Nope. Yeah. Well, they grew up, and then like of course things from your past start to resurface. So. It just kind of naturally fell apart, but they made a boatload of cash while they, did. they were around. So they did make a lot of money. They, yeah, it had its niche um, for yeah. a period of time. Like I love, I yeah. can't remember their names, but there was this hillbilly family um, that was on the Reels Network. I forgot their names. He was a YouTube guy. He was a, a, a ginger, and so he ended up getting signed by a manager. It was like a really small show, but he did really well. He ended up getting signed by a manager in Hollywood, yeah. and he moved here to pursue a career in acting, and they documented the whole series. It oh, was wow. really cool. And, of course, you know, um, uh, Honey Boo Boo and them, of yeah, course. Yeah, of course. Honey yeah, Boo they, Boo. They're back, actually. I they have on. leveraged this yeah. so much, and to be able to leverage it into, you know, full makeovers and yeah. stuff like that, like, yeah. they're set. And now um, they came to L.A., and there's a whole show like Honey Boo Boo 2. Basically, like they came to LA. She's like dancing and stuff now. Oh, so know. they're like making her dreams happen. Now. Yeah, it's basically Honey Boo Boo, but on the Wii Network instead of TLC. <laughs> so, yeah. The Wii Network. Yeah, yeah. I've been on it. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. I don't, I'm not a fan of reality television in the, at all, but she, being Toby, put me on to. Uh, Love after lockup. Oh my god! I've been addicted since. And ninety day fiance. Don't even start. <laughs> I'm addicted god. to that too. Ninety day fiance is pretty good. It's though. crazy, man. Yeah, like what? You... Love after lockup is intense. Um, I was invited to the <laughs> premiere for that it. Funny. And I'm just, I'm mind blown. How yeah. People can. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's you know, it is what it is. It's what you like. But... It's just, uh, to me, it's like looking at it like at a at a zoo. Looking at some animals through the window. Yeah. Why would you do this in your right mind? <laughs> but see, they, they what they think about is like, okay, I'm going to be on TV. And then the, the, the you know, the stipend they get for yeah. being on the show. But it's like once it airs and you realize how many people are laughing at you yeah. and not with you, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's, it's like the people who went on Fear Factor and were like, I might become famous. 
It's like, yeah, but you might eat roaches. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I could you, never make it past that second round. Yeah, that like, second eating round is... Nah, hell no. Uh, it's always oh, disgusting. Like, it's so disgusting. Just let me, like, jump off a building or something. Dude, and then the lucky episodes when someone was like, you're going to have to go underwater to go to this car. I'm like, and you don't have to eat anything gross? Fuck it, I'll do oh, it. Oh, yeah, I can do like, that. I'll do, I'll I'll do that. I'll go home, too, because if, if it requires me to stay underwater for a long time, I can't do it. <laughs> well, I, you know, some guy was on the show and he got brain damage from one of the stunts because he had to they were doing like a straight jacket thing or he had to get the key or something yeah and he couldn't get the key in the hole and he was down there and started like twitching and stuff and got brain damage <laughs> oh my god oh see i can't do but shit like that i'm like happened. thank god nbc didn't get in trouble they um, can't because when you sign you on to do a reality exactly. show you, you, you can't sue you, you yeah. assume all responsibility, and you, <laughs> the, the the disclaimer says that you understand that you're in good health. Yeah. Da, 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 in order to do this. Show. Yeah. So. Mm. so you're just out of luck. You got brain damage for for what? Looking for twenty five thousand dollars. How bad was the brain damage? Do you know? I think it's pretty pretty significant. I mean, any, any kind brain, of brain damage, damage yeah. is bad damage. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Tra- Tracy Morgan. I they just a little brain damage, and he was. I mean, for a little bit, he was very different. I was yeah. like, damn, man, that shit got him. He, he's affected. Yeah. And then he went back to normal because they healed him. Yeah. I was like, cool. I mean, $90 million. Was yeah, yeah. Was, <laughs> yeah. I was like, you'll find a cure. You'll find a cure for yeah. it. Like, That's shoot. interesting. I got to get well so I can spend this money. Last OG. that money here. Nah, nah. Especially nah. after he took that kidney. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole nother story. That's a whole nother thing. But uh, we're not going to hold you, man. We know you're super busy, but Absolutely. we appreciate you joining us. Yeah, of man, course. Did awesome. you have any last words of encouragement or any advice you wanted to shout out or just say hi to anyone? What's up? Um, Advice. I, my advice is always um, going to be just to remain consistent. Um, don't let don't consume yourself with negativity. Um, nice. It's very easy here in LA to get consumed by things, you know, yeah. rent, bills, financial. Um, and what people don't understand is when you consume yourself in that negative thought process, that it prohibits you from getting yourself out of it. So yeah. I'm very huge on positive thinking. Um, I'm, I'm sure, as you know, Luigi, I'm very religious. So yeah. I say things, I think of things from a level of, yeah. How am I going to be successful in anything that I'm going through? So, right, right. Uh, shout out wise, just my company, CGM Talent. Um, CGM. CGM. Shout out CGM. Yes, my uh, only love. Um, oh, someone's coming in. Yeah. Let's just come in. Uh, it's just our buddy, Joel. Oh, he's, uh, he's, what's up? Great yeah. sweater. It's Joel. It. Yeah, Tinder versus reality. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, guys. Season two. Season two. Um, but he's going to be back on too. He has a lot to talk about. Yeah, he's a, a lot of new development. Went to Australia and all this stuff. But yeah. um Oh wow, exciting. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy. Um yeah. CGM talent, guys. Um, yeah. Give so, it up. And how where can they where can people find you on, you know, your social media, your business? Um for me personally, it's um everywhere at Chris Giovanni Two Eyes. Um, okay. Instagram for business, CGM Talent, Twitter, CGM Talent. Um yeah, I mean, our website, cgmtalent.com, will have everything as far as submissions, you okay. know, what we look for, office location, employees. Um, shout out to my amazing team always that keeps me grounded. Um, I have some great artists on yeah. the way, of course. You know, we're going to have 
uh, Fletcher come on with yeah. his music soon. That should be awesome. That'd be great. Um, we have so a few actors that are, are currently testing for series. So nice. hopefully the next time I'm on here, I will be uh, much richer. <laughs> <laughs> have some series under our belts. Yeah. Nice. That would be awesome. That would yeah. be way awesome. Yeah, yeah definitely. We'll pick up, uh, of course, after pilots. I might have some gems okay. again for episodic. So. Okay. Oh, awesome. Okay. Keep well, hitting right. them back. Yeah. Dang. You know. Love it. Dole it out like a little bit of crack to the fiends. Like, there you go. <laughs> yeah, jeez. You no. want this information? You, got, you can wisdom, get it here. Wisdom is is. I mean, it's basically a drug. Yeah. Wisdom is a drug. And a wise man will seek it. So I love it. It love is it. what it is. But yeah. thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on, man. Thank you just for being awesome and yeah. for. I mean, honestly, for once again dropping this wisdom. Because mm-hmm. um, I think everybody who listens to this episode is really going to take away a lot. Absolutely. Oh, so I hope it trends like the first one. Yeah, oh yeah. We'll it let will. you know. It you know. We, you know. Well, people. Pe- people are probably going to hit us up again. And be like, Yo, Chris Giovanni. Like, <laughs> Yo, this was good. Yeah. I'm gonna be like, Yeah, of course it was. All right, so that's it from Willie. From Luigi. Chris, thank you. Yo. Peace out, out, guys.